Now, please, Sean, don't take this all the way down because this is one of my all-time favorite songs. <laughs> Back in the late 80s into the early 90s when the rave scene was erupting, and I was foolish enough to think that I was young and interesting and clever and possibly even vaguely attractive, none of those things were true. But I still like to go out to dance nights, sometimes in the 7th Street Entry, sometimes in the 1st Avenue Main Room, other times in bizarre, weird locations. Man, raves were cool in the sense that I was once at one in an old foundry where the walls were coated in decades of absolute cancerous rust. And you were dropping some E? It was, oh, <laughs> at the very least. That was sort of the entry level. And then you're like, we should do something else. You know, it was... Molly, it was, Molly, Molly, get your adverbs here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I believe that was Lolly. Oh, that's right. That's if we're going back <laughs> yeah, yeah. to Schoolhouse Rock. My name is Brian Oak, and that's Sean. is Brian Oak Show Podcast 322. <laughs> Why did I think it was 382? I, because it's been that type of year, I think. Because I feel that old, because I feel like a calcified idol somewhere oh. lost in the desert. How are you today? I'm doing right, man. It's a busy, busy day, as you know. We, uh, I'm surprised you didn't play uh, Green River or something like that. It's our riverboat non-cruise today. We're going to be on a riverboat, but yeah. we just don't have the budget to have it motored on the river. So it's going to be planted, but it's really cool because it's actually a studio, a, a true production studio. And we're going to have 50 of our closest Patreon listeners and friends on the boat tonight on the Minnesota River. Where's that happening? On the Minnesota River, right, kind of by Fort you Snelling. You literally just said that, and yeah. I asked you the question. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it should be really fun. Uh, we've got Dan Israel and uh, Steve Bransig. Uh, Steve is now one of the members of the suburbs and also has uh, performed with Bash and Pop, amongst other things. He's been playing for a million yeah, years and exactly. is truly talented. This is going to be a very, very, very good show. We are here in the Smart Start MN Studios right now. 48th in Chicago is the closest intersection you're going to find to us, and we love being here. It, the Smart Start MN Studio, let's go ahead and knock out a couple of sponsors real quick before we move on to today's guest, who is DJ Shannon Blowtorch. Here's the thing. You decide to pick up a badass name like Blowtorch, you better be a Blowtorch. And it turns out <laughs> she's a Blowtorch. We'll get to her in just a moment here. But first, Smart Start MN, Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. They are the ones who are going to get you back on the road after you screwed all the hell way up. I, don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. It, it, it sounds so common, so regular to the average person. People still do it constantly, and still pe people go to jail every goddamn day for drinking and driving. Do not do it. But when it happens, you are going to lose your license. doesn't matter if you're found guilty or not. You will lose your license. Smart Start MN will get you back on the road, not only in a very reasonable time period, but for a much better, I don't know, financial cost than you might expect considering how much everything else costs. Yeah, it's super affordable anyway, but they decided to give Brian Oak Show listeners an additional dis discount. <laughs> Go what to is, What does that say about us? They learned early what on we would make for a great target audience for who they're trying to, to reach. Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. And a quick shout out Go ahead. to Ed Cohen. His yeah. son is being married in the next couple of days what? out east. <gasps> so congratulations to Ed Cohen and Joan White, his wife. Their, uh, their son is being married. Well, congratulations. 
Also, marriage is great. I'm sure everything will work out fine. <laughs> what? Did, did like, you say something? No, no, it's fine. I just, it's beautiful. I, I it's a beautiful congratulations. A beautiful tradition, I, I guess. The very, the very, very best, because I'm sure everything will did work you, out fine. Well, I, never mind. I'm just going to move on. Yeah, please Moving do. Moving on. Uh, I also want to mention Moxie Wealth Management. Moxie Wealth Management is <laughs> a local management company that does really, really good work. Now, how are they different than regular wealth management? Maybe, I don't know, I mean, maybe Ms. Blowtorch or you or me feel like, I don't have the kind of money that requires wealth management. It's not true. You are getting older. You are going to have to take care of your assets, whatever wealth you have, everything else. And Moxie Wealth Management is the kind of company that can help you sit down, take a look at what assets you have, where you are, and how you might do better. Yeah, and if you don't want to live in a commune when you retire, you know, what's funny about communes is everybody thinks they're great. But a friend of mine lived in a commune, and she said it was really cool until we realized the women were doing all the work in Wait, the commune. What? Yeah, not kidding. Like, oh, well, we're in a commune, oh, but I, I we're going to have the women commune. cook and do the dishes and mow the lawn. What and about were, change the diapers? Yeah, exactly right. Oh, and they're like, right. we're oh, out of the right. commune and we're moving on with our life. Go to moxiewealthmanagement.com and set an appointment so you can learn about where you're at financially and, and they'll kind of help you get to where you're going. Because I'm guessing a lot of our listeners have... Maybe some of them have an idea of where they're going to be 15 years from now. Others probably don't even want to look. But do yourself a favor and take a look. Time keeps on slip, slip, slipping into the future. MoxieWealthManagement.com. My friend Kevin, every time I say that, because I love to quote that Steve Miller song, yes. is always like, well, technically it keeps slipping into the past. I'm like, that was the... Because that's do why not, don't ruin the bit, man. Don't ruin the bit. The prophet Steve I, Miller. I wanted knew. to talk about how smoky it was outside and how bad oh, yesterday was, but man. I don't want to because now we're going to go to a song, and I want to get to our guest because she calls herself DJ Shannon Blowtorch, and I know a handful of DJs. We've had some DJs yes. on this on this podcast before. She actually is a blowtorch. I've watched her light up a crowd of 10,000 people before and watched them lose their goddamn minds. <laughs> what I like is, I, I've said this how many times, I don't know, on the podcast, yeah. I like working with professionals. Yes. DJ Shannon Blowtorch is a freaking professional, and we're going to talk to her next about pride, about many other things that are coming up next. But I do want to say one last goodbye to Brazilian superstar mm. Estrude Gilberto. Um, you know, she was not a trained vocalist. She was not at vocalist at all, actually. She happened to be in a relationship with Stan Getz, and they're like, we need something on this song. Can your wife come in and just kind of lay some stuff over there? And they got the freaking girl from Ipanema, one of the most famous songs in in Western musical culture of the last 100 years. But she had so, so, so many great songs. So every time I come in here, I bring in an armful of albums just hoping for a little inspiration. Walter Wanderley is one of the weirdest organists of all time. <laughs> Astrid Gilberto, one of the least trained but most incredible vocalist of all time they put out a record together on verve records one of the most celebrated jazz album or jazz labels of all time and the album is called a certain smile a certain sadness a sadness rather and there is there is a song called a certain smile but today even on this sunny beautiful what's today again thursday 
Yes, Thursday. On this particular Thursday afternoon, we're going to play A Certain Sadness by Astrude Gilberto and Walter Wanderley on The Brian Oak Show. Look out the window at that rainstorm I've let the wind blow up a brainstorm attest to the fact that I've cried on more than 50% of our shows. <laughs> I mean, it used to be 25%, slowly climbing. Oh, to no, 50. it's definitely larger. And I, I, I've i already had enough crying today. It's over. We're going to start celebrating. We're going to start enjoying. We're going to start moving forward. Today, we are joined by a guest, Shannon Blowtorch. Hi. Now, first of all, your last name is Blowtorch, which you can't you can't assume that last name without bringing your shit to the table, right? I mean, correct. Uh, but you bring your shit to the table. One of the best DJs in the Twin Cities. I would argue it depends on what you're going for. If you're like looking for a certain genre, a certain vibe, 
But if you are looking for someone who is going to melt your face and you're going to lose your mind for the next four hours, Shannon Blowtorch might be the best DJ in the Twin Cities. Hi, Shannon. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Brian? I, I, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to make it. Um, <laughs> but you um, have this incredible ability to literally make the crowd move and that's your job right i mean that as a professional that's what you have to do if you're going to be a dj and you're like oh here are three bangers in a row and now here's a shit and that does you're not allowed to do that mm-hmm. but you don't get to be at that level until you do it enough to i mean there have to have been times where you fucked up and you're like oh that that sucked Oh, absolutely. Or your computer dies or some technical difficulty happens right, or the right, power right, right. goes out. Shit. Oof. So uh, let Oof. me ask you this. Are you a vinyl DJ, CD DJ, uh, digital DJ? How do you... De- I mean, and I don't think there's any wrong answer here. But cassette just, DJ might be the wrong answer because that was a pain in the ass if you ever did that. I mean, I have, I have, and it, it's a fun pain in the ass. You are yeah. not. Yeah. Have you yeah. actually cassette DJ? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That or is you could such even a pain. Like, like we've done stuff where we've had parties where uh, you can't have amplified noise outside, so you have a boombox, and then you plug oh the turntables, plug the mixer that's hooked up to two Tex twelves. Wow! You plug that mixer into the boombox, <laughs> no and then way. it's not amplified noise because it's an RCA out to an yes. RCA into the boombox. Get nice. into the power of platinum, <laughs> Panasonic platinum. Yes. Where are you from? Uh, Wisconsin and Colorado is pretty much where I grew up. Wisconsin's not in Colorado. You know, I know, I know, both. Uh, let, let's just say uh, I, I grew up on the streets when I was 15 right. in the system. Um, I was a sex worker for many, many years from sure. the age of 18 on. Okay. Um, so I kind of just fucking traveled a and lot. See, I you know? don't think there's any shame in that game at all. So I have no shame with it. Good. I'm glad because you know what? I mean, I know a few others and I... I, I it's not embarrassing. It's part of the world that we live in. So let me ask mm-hmm. you this. How do you go from sex worker to DJ? Uh, very carefully. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Just that remember where you are that at the time. That was a really <laughs> informative answer. Thank you. But I mean, at some point, you had to decide, I mean, even if, if there was crossover, right? Even yeah, Even yeah. if there was a time where you're like- I mean, I was still in a band when I was doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, and I was still- fine. At that point, I was just stripping- and I was in all the pretty horses, and I happened to make money off the horses because uh-huh. I, you know, booking fee, and then artist fee, yeah, uh, and then my partner at the time, uh, we helped each other get into our formal careers. Mm-hmm. So she basically supported me while I got out of dancing, yeah, um, and then eventually I was in a place where I could support her to become a tattoo artist. Let me ask you this, because we're going to talk tattoos in a little bit. Not right now, because you are gorgeously tatted, and we're going to talk about that. But before we get there, how do you make that... Tra- I mean, again, the transition question for me is important, because it, it means you've decided we're going to do something different. We're going to live our life in a different way. We mm-hmm. are going to do something else. How does that, how does that come around? I mean, I started doing uh, youth work. And working at First Avenue, Steve McClellan was there and Steve was like, you don't want to work here. You have to start at the bottom. Oh, I'm like, that's fine. Start me at minimum wage. Fucking fine. 
When and, so, and so when you start at the bottom at First Avenue, does that mean you're mopping floors? Does that mean you're washing glasses? What does it mean? You start out as security. You're just like that extra body at shows. You're picking up cups, glasses. Eventually, you were in tip shifts. A, did you ever punch a fucker in the face? Uh, I've been punched. <laughs> I have not punched. Oh, My first no. night there, one of the main staff did have to leave and go to the hospital and get stitches because he had wow. a candle smashed over his head. Oy. Yeah. It was my first night working there. Now, mind you, I also was selling out the main room before I even started working there. Mm-hmm. So that's why also McClellan was like, do you really want to work here? And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, I want to get out of this business. So, And I literally, for a long time, I worked four jobs. When, when I lost my job in radio, I started working at a record store and started doing this goddamn podcast with yes. this he was out of work and needed there. a gig, and I was like, "Come on, man, let's let's try to do a podcast." No, He's he, like, right "What's on. a podcast?" He saved me, like like if you put one of those big fish nets in the water and you pull the fish out, that's yeah. what he did to save me. Nice, and then left me laying. Taking in the, the hook out was not easy. Yeah, I bet he fucking moved around boat. a lot. He did. He really flopped. Still do. I still like to flop. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a very very floppy individual. <laughs> you have been noted by City Pages, the Star Tribune, and many others as one of the best DJs in the Twin Cities. How long have you been spinning records? To be honest with you, I don't even fucking know. I'm going to say like maybe 2000, early 2000s. 2000 years? Early 2000s. Oh, the early 2000s. 2000 years, probably in many past lives. Um, (laughs) Let me ask you. So here. Oh, wait, no, probably 2010, 2011. All right, that's fine. Now that I'm thinking about it. That's fine, but I want to ask you because. One of my Mm. favorite things about doing radio and or this podcast is talking to creatives and finding out how their brains work. Now, I don't I will never pretend to understand you, but I like whatever insight you can share with both me and the people who listen. At some point, being a DJ, Shannon Blowtorch. It hit and it became the thing that you are and yet you do. And it's not ultimately defining, but it is a big part of who you are. What do you love about it? I love when people collectively come together and for one night in one room, get the fuck along and have happy vibes. Wow. I mean, they may not all know each other, but they're all vibing to the same shit. Oh, wait. So you're into peace and cool and unity and fun? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sounds like a hippie to me. Drop puppies all over the world. (laughs) (laughs) As a self-proclaimed hippie, I could not agree more. And it takes so many different forms. I remember the first rave I went to. Mm -hmm. I was off my tits on Mm -hmm. drugs. I was lost. Yep. uh, And the the whole room bounced. It's like boom, boom, Mm -hmm. boom. I was like... Nobody here cares if I'm a shitty dancer or not. Nobody here cares what's happening other than the groove, the vibe, the beat, the whole thing. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's like this, like I'm a severe empath, which I think is yeah. also partially what makes me good at my job. Um, well, you have to be as a DJ, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Uh, no. No, I think there's a lot of DJs oh, out there that just want to hear call. themselves DJ. Good call, and they want to wait I for the bass drop, and they want to make everyone beg for it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Here's or they the want to scratch and show off, and like, and like that crowd don't want it at the moment, which is like, like it's a talent in itself, and I fucking love it. I do too, but it's not the bit. If it if the room ain't rocking with it, then why are you doing it? Like, you gotta read the crowd. That right there. So I believe whether we're at a rave 
or a dance night or in a board meeting or out and about in public or trying to figure out who has the right of way at a four-way stop sign, you got to read the room, right? Absolutely. You I'm there. You have to read the room. Yep. And also, be cool, man. Have fun. Let's just mm-hmm. do this thing. That's mm-hmm. the whole bit right there. We're going to talk more about uh, what Shannon Blowtorch has coming up because it is Pride Month. And I, you probably didn't listen to our last show. On uh, the opening segment, I went a little off, uh, which I do on occasion. Uh No. How, Not Brian how, Oak. How dare you, Shannon? No. I, I went a little off on Love it. the only thing I'm intolerant about is intolerance. Like, if you can't let someone else love who they love, do what they want, provided they're not hurting anyone else, and go in the direction they want to go, then fine, I'm just going to say it. Even though Raven's here, and I hate swearing in front of young people, fuck you. You cannot... Yeah. You're not doing it right. Like, you got to let people do the thing. But then pride is the other end of that where let everyone do all the things and have all the fun and be all the things. We're going to talk about that just ahead. But first, we're going to hear a song that you picked by one of my very, very favorite artists. Now, is this on her new record? The new record is dope. I I just bought it, and I, I haven't pulled it out of the plastic yet because my life has been so chaotic and so busy this week. Please don't be mad at me. You looked at me like, you're a fucking idiot, Brian. You're in for a Uh, surprise. That's uh, good. So here's the deal. Her last three records have been absolutely brilliant. And uh, that's why I bought it without knowing a single note on it. It's called The Age of Pleasure. And she is one of the most... She's Prince. She's one of the most interesting, fascinating. Is that too much? Did I did I go too far there? It's, I don't, oh God, Minneapolis don't hate me, but I almost say she's more open minded. Okay, fine, fine, God. fine. I, that's fine. As long as I, you went further than I did, and holy shit, we are going to get canceled. But I have um, Prince tattooed on me, man. Come on, I, I love and respect. Oh, no, we're yep. going to talk. We're going to talk about them tats in a while. <laughs> um, but I mean, she is. I guess when I say she's Prince, I mean in terms of her sexuality, in terms of her musical open-mindedness, in terms of the production on her records, I think Janelle Monet is one of the most interesting artists in the last 10 to 15 years, and I don't qualify it. I think she's fucking fantastic. Tell me why you picked this song. Um, have you seen the music video? No. <laughs> Just have fun. <laughs> I like lipstick on my neck. You let me know I'm your number one select. I like lipstick on my neck. Hands around my waist, so you know what's coming next. I wanna feel your lips on mine. Lover, lover, lover 
place I won't forget. I like lipstick on my neck. Baby, I'm obsessed. Give me a dress. stop the end okay there's a difference between a false stop and a hard stop like the number of songs being a dj for oh, more years than i'd like to count 30 plus like where it's like but yeah that and was... then they bring in one or two more things you're like oh fuck off, i know man. i know i know like my name is brian oak and that is sean bernard before we continue with our guests i would like to turn over to my friend sean bernard who in addition to being my ally in addition to being my friend is also one of the sponsors of this show as part of remax remax results you got it right again i can't even believe it i can't what a actually pro. Eat, what, what an no, absolute I call pro. A pro i would call that a lucky shot from downtown swishing the three is what i would call that talk to me about what things are like in realty right now uh they are crazy busy because the never-ending winter actually did end at one point and went directly into august from january like, I don't know if you noticed that there were like two days where if it was... If you mean August, that the hills are on fire, yes, it yeah, absolutely did. Exactly right. So it's crazy busy, um, but I'm thankful for it. I mean, it was uh, it was a slow, uh, can I say a little bit scary winter, and now everything is kind of going gangbusters. Did you is... get nervous? Yeah. Were you like, I, I did. I would, hey, yeah. kids, here's ketchup soup. I did because, you know... We're both married to teachers, and they have steady incomes. But they oh. look at us like, and me like, where's, like, where's the other money? Like, what do you, what do you got going on today? I'm like, I do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I do a podcast. Mm. I do some other consulting, but, <laughs> but she's like, maybe you could sell a house or something. But uh, I got to say something kind of funny because I know he doesn't listen to the show. But one of my one of my nephews is like, I just never want to work for the man. Never going to work for the man. Good luck, bitch. And I was like, well, I work for the man to a certain degree, but you know what else? I donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band, and I use their money for good. So would, sometimes you, you got to do that. You I know? would expect the authorities to come and collect you shortly because yeah. that does not sound acceptable. I won't go all the way into it, but uh, this particular person was like, uh, they'll take their parents' money from the man, but they won't 
work for the man themselves. So I'm like, I'm never going to work for the man. <laughs> but again, can I have no some one of your wants money? to work for the man? But again, if you get to do what you want while working yes, for the man, yeah. which I do in radio, yep. which I know DJ Blowtorch yep. does. I mean, again, no one wants to admit they work for the man. But if you get to do what you want and you get to make people's lives better and you get to just have a little bit of joy. Oh, there are worse things than working for the man, man. I mean, there there's what fourteen people that own all of us. Yeah, so. and, and not everybody wants the responsibility of owning their own business and that sort of thing. But I, I'm getting to help really good old radio friends of mine right now. Uh, somebody who used to be on KS and 93X, and just a great guy and his wife. And uh, their house went on the market today. Um, and yeah, it's cool. So yeah, I'm going to continue to do the uh, deal where I donate to a musician uh, or band with every buy and sell for the rest of time, which could be very short, knowing all the smoke and everything else that's Easy going on. Easy guy. We're not Six, trying to go dark today. One, two, yeah. eight, five, nine, two, five, nine, four. When I sell, I know who I'm calling. Well, yeah. Why are you moving? No. Oh. But when I, do, <laughs> when? when I do, Sean's pretty cool. Thank you, thank He's you, all thank right. you. He's a Appreciate decent that. dude. DJ Shannon Blowtorch, you are, before we get into pride, because I want to talk about pride, because pride matters to me, um, you are heavily tatted, right? Mm-hmm. How old were you when you got your first tat? Fifteen. And how old were you when you thought about getting your first tat? Five. Really? Mm-hmm. I think as soon as I saw MTV. And what and what did you want? When you were five years old, you're like, I'm gonna get a care bear on my face. So, I mean like <laughs> what like like but I mean in all sincerity, what what did you I don't when remember you first okay, all right. Yeah. So then what was the very, very first hat you got? Uh uh a, a portrait of Madonna that looks like Boy George. Go oh my on, gosh, I'm listening. <gasps> Well, that doesn't oh, look like Boy George. That looks like Madonna. A little bit. I could see I a little 15, bit. I was 15. I should have never been tattooed in a tattoo shop. And, Why did uh, they let you get a tattoo at 15? Oh, he's a creepy dude. <laughs> he's a creepy motherfucker. Do you know what Tattooing I like? a 15-year-old. Every time I look in your eyes, I believe you, which is one of my favorite <laughs> things that I've ever had happen with anybody ever. Um, but you are heavily tatted and clearly you got the bug and you got your whole body done. I mean, you're, yeah. you're mostly tatted already. What happens when you run out of canvas? I don't I'm only like 75% tattooed. Oh, so you got plenty of room. I think I got plenty of room. What's the Real next, what's about. the next tat? Ooh, probably. Well, I just got these, the be good, do good. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, got uh, that. And brilliant. Nice. What else have I just gotten? No, I, I don't just, know. I mean, like, I just you, got like this. you've got some brilliant, dark, deep tattoos on mm-hmm. your body. Do you regret any single tattoo you've ever gotten? Every single tattoo that I regret has been covered up by a bigger, larger, darker piece. That's a nice thing. So about I'm telling what mm-hmm. you're telling me is on your right arm, there are some things under there that you decided to cover the fuck up. Oh yeah, this is my stripper tattoo that's covered up over here. I'm sorry. Oh, what, yeah. what, what is a stripper tattoo? <laughs> this is one stripper beating the shit out of another one. <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. This is one of my favorite episodes we've <laughs> yeah. ever done. Yeah. I um because what I like, and again, I like working with professionals and I like people people talking to people who t- Tell the fucking truth. That's brilliant. Let's talk about Pride before we get into the next song, because this next song is everything about Pride, in my humble opinion, but as a 
middle-aged or older cisgendered straight white male i don't really feel qualified to talk about pride but i am an ally and i am a supporter and i do believe that this is the way thing goes uh the things go and should be moving and you know what life is a fucking short man be cool to people like just let pe- if it doesn't hurt you or affect you and it doesn't hurt anyone else let people do their thing man it's I know that that's oversimplifying it. I know that it's being Pollyanna, but that's the way the world should be. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. I agree. If you ain't hurting nobody, then what the fuck? Exactly. And if those people are happy, why do you give a fuck, man? You should be happy for them. Totally. Tell me what you, so you are one of the Twin Cities premier DJs. What do you have coming up for Pride? All right, so Friday night of Pride, what am I doing? I'm doing, I got up on my calendar. That's okay, go ahead and pull it up and we'll fill. I just, I mean, like, the whole month is Pride Month, but when does, like, the Pride explosion happen? The entire month of June for me. The entire month of June has been absolutely bonkers. How's your Pride been so far? Uh, anxious, want uh, needing to sell tickets. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. it's like it's anxious till it's over. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. and then you got Taylor fucking Swift coming to town, selling one hundred twenty thousand oh, fucking tickets. Yeah. When all of us local promoters who are queer are throwing yeah. events, but thanks yeah. for taking the one hundred twenty thousand people yeah. to yeah. Swift. But she's not the only one. Like, so no, I've talked to a couple people working in radio. Our market is ticket poor right now because so many massive artists are back on the road Mm. and sucking up all the available dollars in the Twin Cities this summer. Fuck you, straight ass bitches like myself, (laughs) because there are queer people that would like your money for pride. Mm. Tell me the best way to put some money in the queer direction. I mean, go to events, go support events, go uh, donate. What about your organizations? Event? All right, let's see. Friday, I'm going to be at the Beer Dabbler. Later on that night, I'll be at Lush. Saturday. At, at Pride down in Loring Park, right? Yep. All right. Uh, no, Beer not... Dabbler is going to be at the Walker uh, Sculpture oh, Garden. I did not oh, know cool. that. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it's a different. super fun event. I okay. love doing all the Beer Dabblers. Well, I, just, I mean, like, you have, to, you have to clarify because not every, even though you've been thinking about mm-hmm. nothing but, not everybody knows where the Beer Dabbler is Fair. or what other ways to put your money in the queer direction. Uh, Saturday of Pride, Electrocute, who is a burlesque promoter, uh, and myself, are doing two events at the Hook and Ladder, and it is going to be a Blackhearts burlesque show. It's going to be the first half of it outdoors on the outdoor stage. Second half is called Extra AF, Extra as Fuck, and uh, we kind of got the idea because she lives in New Orleans now. I just got back from Vegas and we're just like, we, like we hired a bunch of fucking actors to come mm. in and do weird shit like they do in Vegas. <laughs> we're okay, like, nice. It's okay, kind okay. of a spectacle, yeah. if you will. A couple of things before we go on, because I want to hear more about this event. Where, what were you doing in Vegas? Uh, just chilling. Vacation. Nice. Not, uh, do, you I traveled. Like to, do you like to gamble? I did not gamble this round. Just went down to chill went to in shows. one of the most expensive places on the planet. What did you go see? Uh, we went to Absinthe. We went to a couple other okay, shows. Right, I cool, experienced cool. DJ Nightlife, not the local nightlife, not the fucking gotcha. tourist stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Well, that's cool because I, I know that there are many different strata in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. I totally yeah. get that. So now you're back. When you say you hired actors to mm-hmm. do a bunch of weird shit... Can you? I, you don't have to put a super fine point on it, but can mm-hmm. you tell me 
what kind of weird shit will be unfolding? Like maybe they'll have some interactions with the crowd, you know, consensually. Maybe there will uh, be human unicorns running around. Maybe, you know, just some weird things. Maybe okay. there's a disco ball man. Look, maybe, uh, look I am know. not living in judgment at all. I just like to learn. And I also like to occasionally show up and stand at the far end of what's happening just to watch it unfold because those days are behind me now. Those days are behind me now. Raven is here with you. Will you introduce Raven? Uh, this is my friend Raven. Um, she's Raven, how old are you? I'm 11. So Raven wanted to say a couple words about pride as well. So, no, Raven, before you start, I want to ask you, and I'm not challenging you, I'm not judging you, I'm not putting you in a box. Do you identify as queer? Um, I guess. Okay, well, that's, that's not important, and we don't have to put a, a period or an exclamation point on that. What do you want to say about pride? Um, I think to everyone who's um homophobic, just fuck you, because there's no reason you need to be angry about people that are happy. Um, Just because you're angry does not mean you have to yell at other people because they're happy. They should be able to live normal lives with the people they love. So, um, fuck off. Thank you, Raven. Well done, Raven. Well done. Yeah. That's all you need to know. You know what? We could just replay that for the next 15 episodes, and I'm fine. I'm cool. I know it sounds cliche and very white old man to say, but love is love. But also, if we can throw a fuck off on the end of that, <laughs> I'm 100% cool. Shannon, we're going to go into another song right here. And this particular artist off the West Coast it matters to me because I remember hearing the song for the first time being like, who the shit? Who's Hill Sylvester? I'd never heard of them. But that's one of the great things about growing old and being a student of music and what happens and who and how and why we are. And I did a deep dig on Sylvester. And back when AIDS exploded, nobody knew who knew knew what it was. Nobody understood, but it was clearly affecting the gay community, right? And everyone called it the gay flu. And it was AIDS. And it was before AIDS was truly understood. And there are some incredible documentaries online. I've watched a couple of them. And they're really brief. You should look them up. Sylvester was the first artist to really do huge awareness events or fundraising events for the people who were dying in profusion of AIDS. It was the beginning. And, of course, it led to a lot of hatred and a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of stupidity. But Sylvester matters to me as an artist. And this song also, when you play it loud, I know that you've done it before as a DJ. (laughs) When you play this song loud, it changes the nature because it's fucking amazing. Why would you pick this song? Oh, Sylvester is a pioneer. I mean, honest, honestly, every single Sylvester song is good. There's no such thing as a bad one. So, and I think everybody should know who they are.
Thanks for tuning in. Episode 322. <laughs> Sylvester right there. That is one of the great... I don't... I, I. We've entered an age where I don't know the right nomenclature. I don't know the right vernacular. Can I call that a gay anthem and still sound like a regular person? I mean, I feel like it's just an anthem. Okay, yeah. Yeah, fine. Then there we yeah. go. Then let boom, let's cut the gay off, and it's just a massive anthem. But when you play that song live, because you, DJ Shannon Blowtarch, are one of the premier DJs in town, when you play it, people lose their minds, right? Depends. Oh, oh it what depends. does it depend on? What does it depend depends on? on the crowd. Oh, Depends on the age, yeah. the demographic. Yeah. Have you have you played to crowds <laughs> that are city like? What are you in? <laughs> yeah, have, exactly. you, have you played to crowds in town here that are like not feeling you at all? Oh, uh, yeah, but then I'll figure it out really quick. It's like playing yeah. chess. You yeah. got to think like six moves ahead of time. Like what I'm playing right now might work, but what six songs from now is that going to work? I yes. better my brain better have a plan. And yep. do you, so, like, let, let me ask you this: I'm not ask, asking you to give up secrets, but like, so when. You find yourself in that situation. Do you like, I need to build this up over the next three songs and then fucking bang them over the head? Or do you just like, here's the first big banger I can think of. What do you like to do? Uh, work people up to it. Like you can't play, like you can maybe play a banger when you start out to get them to the floor. Mm-hmm. If yeah, that's yeah. if that's what the objective is. Uh-huh. But like, you don't want to blow your wad right in the beginning. <laughs> like you can't. Like I can't I play feel, like the I, hottest I, song in the world first. I feel like what you just said applies to literally every situation of human interaction of all yeah. time. You can't blow your wand at first. Just no. like let's let's get into it. Let's do the thing. And being a long-term DJ, how long have you DJed? Okay, I tried to figure it out. I think somewhere around the 17 to 18 years ish mark. All right, all right. But I, I, I mean, that's more than enough time to work your craft and obviously you're good at it. I've seen you a few times live now and it's all I feel like it's all bangers. Like how do you determine what's a banger and what's a builder? How do you decide that? I look at the crowd. What's their age? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. What what did they grow up with? What are they not expecting? What's their like childhood jam? What was hot when they were a teenager? What's hot to them now? So you'll play stuff from the 70s and 80s, but you'll also play brand new stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that's super intelligent. I just, I, how to determine who and how and what and why blows my mind. So when I worked in small town radio, I had to do the bullshit DJ stuff. It's like, this is level one DJing, your level 10, 11, 12, super advanced DJing. But I have a theory and I want to see if you believe in this mm-hmm. theory. You can usually tell within five years of of when somebody graduated high school and how they dance. Hmm. <laughs> I can't say I've ever thought about it before, but now I'm. It's kind pay of hilarious when you play a song and you're like, "Okay, they were like eighty five to eighty nine. <laughs> that person right huh. there, early grunge era, and that's how they dance. It's pretty uh-huh, funny uh-huh. actually if you look at it. And there's the side shuffle seventies people. Mm-hmm. They just kind of shuffle to the side. They got the side shuffle going. I thought and the that finger was snaps. 80s. That's what I do. The finger snaps. I'm an eighties guy. Well, my wife is like big eighties where she's it's really big. The hands are going. You got to watch your face so she's not smacking you. That she's like 
very big with the hands. Now it's a little bit smaller. There's a lot of very small moves with people. Huh. They're closer to the body. You know, it's like, oh, they were the 2020, you know, it's, it's very funny. Well, I had to give in because when I, st- oh, God, before I started DJing, I was too cool for a lot of fucking music that I would even play. <laughs> That's funny. I was too punk. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah, too, yeah, like, yeah. too underground. I was too, like, you know, my ego was too big to like yeah. listen to some pop music. It's I'm not playing them. this shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, but, fuck but, Britney. No, but, I no. love Britney. Same. Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, a lot I'm, changed when I became a DJ. I became way more open-minded musically. That's cool. Last that's night, I listened to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, and there's a part of me that wants <laughs> to hate myself. Oh, don't you laugh at me, you son of a bitch. Um, there was a part of me that hated myself, and I'm like, this is an unrequited fucking jam and i knew that if i uh, okay i see you making the faces well i have to play her don't get me wrong i have to that particular song it's gonna fill the floor people are gonna come i (laughs) (laughs) i fucking know taylor and bruno mars are my two like okay gotcha are you telling me uptown funk doesn't move you uh oh you probably don't ever want to hear it again but but if i have to hear shoop again i'm like by salt and pepper yeah and i love them and so why uh? Because how many times have you got to hear it? Exactly. 800. Yeah. M- yes. You know what I do for a living? Just for a little perspective, mm. Ms. Blowtorch. Mm. <laughs> Maroon 5. Maroon 5 could die in a plane crash. The only problem is that would only make them martyrs, and then we'd play them even more <laughs> You'd often. you hear them a lot more then. Fuck off. I want to thank our friends at Smart Start MN. I want to thank our friends at Moxie Wealth Management. I want to thank you, Sean Bernard. Thank you. I didn't really want to, but I did anyway. Uh, I want I want to thank Audio Quip, who have provided this room, our small, humble but it is our own, and I really, really do like it here. The Smart Start MN Studios, they've made this place tricked out with real professional equipment so we can do an actual podcast as opposed to doing it on our iPhones like every other middle-aged You say the space is modest, ever. but this is a great space. Do you like this room? I love this room. It's a good room. I want to thank Raven because Thanks, you give Raven. me some hope for the future. Yeah. Thank you for being you and thank you for being honest and thanks for being true to yourself because nothing's more important than that. So thanks for swinging in today, Raven. Swearing is super cool. Raven's kind of a Uh, badass. It's not, it's not crucial. Of course. But when, when it matters, then swearing matters. Um, Other than your upcoming pride events, what does the rest of your 2023 look like? You know, I'm just trying to work smarter, not harder. Um, again, and Saturday night of Pride, come to the hook and ladder, please. Oh yeah. Um, I did. Uh, it'll be announced sometime soon. I will be doing uh, some work with Dessa coming up in the dun, orchestra. Dun, dun, dun. What? Dun, dun, dun. What does that mean? Nice. No, 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 You can't just like, oh, plop that out and then move on. Are we talking about recorded work? Are we no, talking no, about no, live no, events? No, 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 live events. Really? Yeah. Really cool. Doing three days with her, six shows. Because she's one of the coolest people I've ever met she's in my entire sweetest. life. I, not only kind. Very kind. But also wildly talented, which when you are working with talented people, which I find on the regular, it forces you to up your game. You're going to have to be at your very best. They can be at their best. And then everyone's going to lose their shit. Mm-hmm. I love working with her. She's well, wait, a wait. great professional artist. And we can't say what, where, or when at all? Okay, Not yet. Well, I don't think cool. it's announced yet. You'll have so. to come back down the road and tell us some more. Fun story. No problem. Um, Bring Raven along, too. Yes, for right. sure. Very good. Um, so your 2023, 
I hope it's the best, and I hope mm. you enjoy it, and I hope you're enjoying your Pride Month. I know you've already been doing some stuff. Tell me about the next thing that people can come out and watch you melt their faces at. I mean, every first Saturday of the month, I run this uh, party called Y2K. It's an all-2000s party, anything from 2000 to 2009. Don't do Ice House. All right. First Saturday of the month, every month. All right. Uh, this month and next month, I have my DJ children running the event. Because I teach a bunch of young people nice. how to do stuff. Well, That's awesome. you teach them how to. I have a ton of DJ children. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Why haven't we talked about that? There's no gatekeeping in my land. <laughs> I'd like. I'm not Good. a commune, but no, no, I'm not gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same. Like, we all do shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah like the, the young people I teach and work with, like, they can come borrow my fucking gear. They learn from me. Like, so we great. all teach each other. We share shit. We share music. Like, okay, let me ask you, know. you this then. If you're talking about this right now and someone is hearing this and they're like, fuck, my kid would love to be a DJ. Is there a way to get a hold of you? Is there a ground zero for DJ? Shannon Blowtorch. I haven't figured that out yet. I have a lot of people that are like, would well, you don't have to let the, them in, but but like if yeah. people want to know where you are, how you are, who you are, what you're mm-hmm. up to, what's the best place for people to find out? Probably gigs. Well, no, let me see. Let me see that. your face at gigs. Let me see how serious you are. Send me mixes. Like do shit. Show me you're serious. Like it. Get in touch with us. We'll get you in touch with Shannon Blowtorch. How's that? I am so glad you came by today. I like everything about you. I really actually do. Um, It's Pride Month. And tell me about the gig one more time this weekend before we wrap it up. Saturday night at the Hook and Ladder. Black Hearts Burlesque is a separate show. And I will be DJing that. And the lineup is fantastic, which you can go to the Hook and Ladder website and find out what that lineup looks like. And then to follow, we we clear the space for 30 minutes. And then it is a new party called Extra as Fuck. Um, and that is the wild dance party, two rooms, two DJs, uh, no, sorry, three DJs. Uh, we're going to have a spectacle, um, go-go's. I mean, maybe there's going to be a poll somewhere in the room. That's this Saturday. That is next Saturday. Next Saturday. All right. The hook MPLS.com to get tickets. Huh? Maybe I have plans now. Uh, Raven, thank you for coming by. Nice to meet you. You can say. You, you, Something where your mic's open. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Very good. Um, wow. Well, I hope that your year is fantastic. You picked one last song to wrap up the show with that we're going to leave with. Um, this band. I toured with one of the members for years. This band was queer as hell before queer as hell was acceptable or cool. Um, I mean, it always existed, right? It's always existed, but this band sort of helped bring it into the forefront. Maybe they didn't bring it all the way, not like Scissor Sisters or anything like that, but La Tigre is a very, very interesting, not only interesting, it's not like it's some weird cultural anomaly. They were great. They were a good ass rock band. They're on tour right now. Where? Uh, they're skipping Minneapolis. Mm. J.D. Sampson, I hope you're here. This. Jackson. Yeah, they're skipping Minneapolis. This is where a flyover for a lot of people. But yeah, they're currently on tour right now. All right, very good. Yeah. And which member did you tour with? J.D. All right. Well, here we are now. I guess we'll just have to settle for their music. Why'd you pick this one? Uh, I, I was, I was going to pick Bikini Kill, and I'm like, wait, but then there's J.D. Sampson, too, who's like a huge queer icon. So how much better can you get than Kathleen Hanna and J.D. in a band? I couldn't agree so, more. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming by. Thanks for having me.
Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414.